This is episode 45 of Human Design and Essential Oils. podcast about human design and essential oils and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Nani Chisiri and Raz Isbell, and there's three things we're both passionate about. Human design, essential oils, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. Hi, Raz. Hi, Nani. So today we're going to talk about how to navigate the chaos using human design and, of course, the little magical helpers, essential oils. I know it's all a bit crazy at the moment, isn't it, Nani? And we thought that given the opportunity to record today, that we would kind of rush this episode through. We don't normally turn our episodes around as quickly as we are doing today. So we've pushed another one out for the next episode. But today we felt it was really important to have a chat to you all about some of the strategies that we can use to help us to navigate what's going on at the moment with isolation and social distancing and just the general panic and craziness that seems to be pervading our lives at the moment. So, Nani, I think one of the major challenges that so many people are dealing with at the moment is the fact that they find themselves at home surrounded by the people they love the most and having to cope with that in so many different ways, having to cope with the different energies, having to cope with getting work done, having to cope with people not wanting to pull each other's hair out in big hunks. And I think perhaps we can come up with some strategies today using human design. And absolutely, this is where the essential oils come into their own, isn't it? It's totally true. I've been using oils a lot. And obviously, the oil companies, probably all all the oil companies are selling out of things because of the benefits that they have during a time like this. And I see them as emotional helpers, as well as the health aspect. I do find just thinking about what I'm seeing out there, and I'm so grateful that so many people are putting positive things out there, as well as the more fearful things or the things that we hear over and over and maybe are done hearing about for now. (laughs) So that's what we're hoping to do is like share some practical strategies to navigate some of this and like maybe how your human design chart or energies might impact how you're dealing with this. I totally have nothing against like I'm I'm so grateful that some people get to use this as maybe more of a staycation or you know a time to reflect but when I see those if anyone who has kids when you see something like just stay home and meditate and work on your dream project and take time to do all these wonderful things you haven't had time to do. I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) That's just (laughs) not, that is not what my mind envisions as what my life is going to be like. However, I have been 
definitely surprised. It's only been a few days here in the U.S., at least in the state that I'm in. And the time with my family, you know, of course it has its challenges, but it's also been very connecting and we've had some very fun times and closeness that I wasn't expecting. So there's different benefits to being home with your family, but it's definitely a different different road that you might take during this time because it's not it's not just your time I guess that's what I'm trying to say (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely I mean the, the the whole family dynamic is changed when you're around each other 24 7 because it's a necessity not because it's a choice and I think it's it's really useful to understand who is who in your family if you haven't already run the charts of the people that you're with and and by the way i don't mean to alienate people who live by themselves by saying this i think it's helpful information for everyone to have but if you know and understand the energy that everyone in your family immediate family is carrying it will make it so much easier to deal with any little challenges that might come up it will make it easier to deal with some needs that might come up. So yeah, that's what Nani and I want to help you with today. And we do want to try and keep this as upbeat as possible because we don't want to, you know, kind of add to the, add to the chaos and add to the panic. We do want to bring a little bit of calm into your world if we possibly can. And we hope that we do. And if you are living alone or, you know, in partnership with someone else, but you don't have kids i think this is a really interesting time for you and i hope that you get to do all those projects that people wish for you but i see this as a time where you're kind of away from i mean you can still be stuck in conditioning through social media and the news and everything that you're still connected to but in a sense you get to kind of peel off some of those layers and see who you are inside and when you have more people involved, it's just a little bit different on how you do that. And some of it's just like through your kids or through the other person that you're, you're close to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess the obvious place to start from a human design perspective with all that's going on at a collective level, at a global level, you know, and, and, and at a community level as well is the emotions hey nani and we're talking particularly here to people with open emotional centers i mean people with defined emotional centers will be feeling it too there's no question about it but people with emotional openness are kind of they're kind of you know in in a bit of a no man's land situation because they are going to be you know wherever they turn they're going to be experiencing the emotions of what is going on around them and perhaps nani and i know this is something that we're going to be talking about in the future as well from a different perspective but perhaps with your open emotional center you might be able to shed some light for people on how they can cope or how they can help their kids, their loved ones, their parents, their relatives, anyone that they know that's in a difficult situation or finds themselves in a difficult situation now because of this emotional openness they're carrying. I would say one thing that might help is to turn off some of the 
connections you have to places that are you know giving you more fear or other things like that and i don't mean to say that you shouldn't learn what's going on or what the practical implications of what's going on and how to like utilize that in your household i definitely think there's a lot of useful information out there but i for example i was doing fine like i'm very proactive we live in an area where we've had disaster preparedness for other things and we just like get prepared and stock up and think of all the scenarios that could happen and maybe we're like totally way over prepared and i just went to the store and this is before we're kind of like in more of a quarantine now but this was before that and all of a sudden i was just felt freaked out and like I need to get everything and like things were gone from the shelves and oh my gosh i don't know what's gonna happen and like i was just feeling i i didn't realize it until i got home i'm like that wasn't even me like getting freaked out i was feeling the emotions of the people all around me so just paying attention to how you actually feel about this i do think that this is more of an animal instinct fear than many of the other things that we could talk about in our modern society but you can do the things to prepare yourself so that you can feel a little bit more empowered and calm as you enter into situations and then i don't know i actually think some of the like then going home i was able to like release that and so i don't know just being aware of maybe people different people that you talk to and how they make you feel after you're done talking to them or different things that you're watching or being connected to to get your information like how it makes you feel the ones that give me tips on how to navigate this better are the ones that make me feel more comfortable and peaceful about it i think it's kind of getting in tune with how you really feel about it and then if you feel instantly different about something because you talk to someone it, it's probably you're taking in their emotions so just awareness is a huge piece of it it's like if you are emotionally open and you're driving to the supermarket listening to your favorite song on the radio and you park a car and you walk into the supermarket and all of a sudden panic hits Having the presence of mind to recognize that 30 seconds ago you were fine and now you're not. And why are you not? Well, I'm emotionally open. I'm picking up on the emotions that are in here. They're not mine. They're not mine. And it doesn't, in the short term, it doesn't necessarily feel any less comfortable. But what you can do is, is gather some skills for yourself and, and, you know, push that energy back out. Say, it's not mine, you know, go to that bottom left rib where your emotions live and say, you're okay. You're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You know how you feel about this. Everything's fine. And pushing it back out again. I don't know, Nani, what do you think about that? Is it that simple or have I just totally oversimplified? No, it is that, it is that simple. So during this time right now, I am using essential oils, maybe even more than usual. I'm using them for emotions. The ones that I'm feeling myself, because I do go all over the place with how I feel about this based on 
interpreting the information that's coming to me and how it's affecting my life. And so, you know, in general, using citrus essential oils can just boost your mood, which is helpful. It's going to have a side benefit of supporting you in other ways. Some other oils that you can use as you're like going out into a situation where you're with someone else, or even if you're like connecting other ways, like remotely, you can again use on guard. I probably talked about that one a lot because it's a protective blend. So if you're not using doTERRA, you can use a protective blend. There's a, the kids blend is stronger and that is really good to help protect your kids if they're going out for some reason. Some places they're still in school or other places that they go. Uh, clove is another really good protective essential oil. Yeah. Tea tree and melaleuca are really good for, I'd say that's more like detaching what has been attached to you. So almost like when you get home, you'd use the tea tree. So you go yeah. out and you lather your, the soles of your feet with on guard and lather. I, I, I don't mean lather, but you, <laughs> you appropriately apply on guard. And then when you get home, you look at maybe using some tea tree just to get rid of any emotions that have attached themselves to you that you that aren't yours, that you know aren't yours and that you haven't invited and that you want to remove. Yes. Cool. Okay. Um, all right. So that's the emotion center. Be aware of any of your kids that are dealing with that. Have an open emotion center because they are going to be feeling it big time. They're going to be feeling whatever you're feeling big time. They're going to be feeling your highs and your lows and amplifying it. So just be aware of the fact that they might need to go and be by themselves for a little while or they might need to go outside if it's possible. You know, being outside right now is one of the greatest panaceas for all of us. It's one of the greatest things that we can do to support ourselves. You know, get outside where you're not in anyone else's energy, where you're not cluttered up with anyone else's energy. Um, and give yourself the opportunity to just discharge all of this stuff that doesn't belong to you. Because honestly, Nani, I don't think there's anyone, no matter what their definition is, even if they've got all nine centers defined, I doubt there's anyone who's not being affected by, by what's going on at the moment. So just give yourself that opportunity to, you know, allow your energy to be yours as much as possible. Along with the open emotional solar plexus, all open centers that you might have could affect you. And so my emotional solar plexus is open, but I might be even more affected by it because I have an open head center and an open root center. So I have like this pressure feeling on top of everything else. And I'm like thinking or hearing what other people are thinking, which is just, I mean, what you're thinking is what causes the emotion, right? They're tied together. And so all three of those for me kind of are a combo effect of like, what is mine and what is someone else's and what do I want to be like right now? What do I want to model for my kids right now? How do I want them to feel when they're stuck in the house with me? <laughs> um, I know we do get out a lot, but and along with that, Roz can talk about some of the other open centers that she has that are yeah. affecting her. 
Well, my Open G Centre is really working overtime at the moment, taking in how everyone else sort of is interpreting themselves in the current circumstance. And, you know, the people are, are, are feeling at a soul level this, or can be feeling at a soul level, a real sort of compression, if you like. And so I feel that. I feel that when I go out. I feel that in the morning when I listen to the radio. You know, I'm wondering what kind of a day it's going to be. I have no idea what kind of a day it's going to be. So, yes, an open G centre can really have you feeling what's going on for everyone else in a, in a way that's not so much tied to the emotions, but it's tied to how they are feeling about themselves, you know, where, how they are feeling about where they're headed. And, of course, there is quite a bit of uncertainty out there at the moment, isn't there? And I think sometimes it pays to just think about how you are at the moment and think about how things are okay for you right now. And I, I hope and pray that they are okay for you right now from a, from a health perspective. But if you think about it, you know, you're, you've got food to eat, you've got shelter, you've got everyone around you that you love or in close proximity, you know, what, how, how amazing is the internet in a time like like this you know the fact that all of this is going on and nani and i are looking at one another on the other side of the world i don't know i'm looking at the camera because <laughs> nani and i are looking at one another and we're on the other side of the world it hasn't stopped us from being able to collaborate it hasn't stopped us from being able to create and it hasn't stopped us from being able to be there for each other and support one another so that's just what happens and I think from the open G-Centre perspective, I know, you know, I, I have to continually tell myself this, but this stuff that's going on for other people at an identity level is not mine and I need to basically give it back to them. So for the, uh, for the identity centre, I really love using Bergamo. I actually really love using a blend of geranium and bergamot. Geranium and bergamot, you know, mixed together in a roller bottle, maybe five drops of each in a roller bottle and, and top it up with some carrier oil, whatever you prefer to use, and just rub it on your heart, rub it on your heart area and allow that to support you when you're going out into the big wide world or when you are sort of immersed in the communication that does happen. So, you know, perhaps the downside of the internet where we are surrounded by people who are suffering at an identity level. So yeah, look after yourself in that respect and know that what's going on for you at an identity level with your open G isn't yours. And I know we said it with the emotion center, but look after your kids. Your kids with open G centers can really be suffering at a time like this, especially if they are still going to school because I know a lot of the schools here in Australia are still open. I know they are talking about shutting schools down in other places, but if they are still going to school, they are being bombarded with other kids' emotions, but also with how other kids are feeling about themselves. So really try and support them if you possibly can by telling them that they are fine, you know, that, that they are safe, that you are there for them, 
And all of those little things will help. Something that just came up for me as well, and I think this is definitely for reflectors and it could be for all the non-sacral types, but it, it's for open Gs, open spleens and reflectors for sure is like having a really nurturing home environment. And now's the time, like you're home. And I know there's, there's definitely a lot of stuff that we need to do, but you have the time and space to take a look at different places in your house and, and see if they feel good to you. I think something like feng shui, if you have an interest in looking something up, like something like that might be interesting right now to kind of make your inside of your house flow and feel good. I think that's a, a really lovely idea, I think. And yeah, we were just talking about the fact that it's almost laughable in some situations that people are talking about having all of this you know, time to relax and, you know, follow their dreams or catch up on that reading and that sort of thing. And for some of us, that's absolutely possible. And for some of us, that's going to be important. But one of the things that you can do is make your space beautiful. Spend time making, you know, maybe doing some decluttering, maybe doing some rearranging. And this goes for everyone, not just people with open Gs, but people with open Gs will really understand what I'm saying and what Nani was referring to. It's, yeah, it's a good time to do that. And lemongrass is good for the emotions, but it, it has a side benefit or maybe the main benefit of clearing the clutter. I don't know if that's exactly yeah. what it's called, but it helps you detach from things that you have. So now is a good time if you have lemongrass, diffuse it and let go of some stuff that you no longer need. Exactly. And, and maybe even some of it will help other people. Like part of this is helping our community around us as well. I don't know, somehow it just felt like that tied in, but I, yeah. I think about like food and other things that I have that I would like to share with other people that are less fortunate. I think we all need to be very, very aware of that. I really do. I think we all need to be very mindful and I'm not saying anything groundbreaking here. I know I've probably heard it myself at least 20 times in the last week is, you know, check on people around you, make sure that your neighbors are okay. Make sure that any elderly people that you know are okay, all that sort of stuff. It, it really does now go without saying. And, and while we're on that Nani, I suppose it's worthwhile mentioning that, you know, human design has been preparing us for this situation for, well, for as long as I've been studying it, I've been learning that, you know, this is coming, this, this change in the way that we function as humans has been coming. And it's, it is all for the better. I mean, nobody, nobody knew, I don't think even Ra knew how it was going to happen. And there's nothing to say that, you know, this isn't the beginning of it or this is the end of it. We don't know, but this is definitely going to change the way that we do things for the better. And it's going to make us more caring as a collective. Yes, there will be some people who will, you know, will never be anything other than who they are. But for most of us, I think this is a, such a valuable lesson in teaching us what we need and what we don't need and how to manage ourselves. I know a lot of governments are now sort of pulling themselves together and, and getting their act together and starting to say things that need to be said. But, you know, it's taken a lot of them 
a while. And yes, there were a lot of extenuating circumstances. Nobody knew what was going on. But I think what it did for us is it made us realize that we actually can look after ourselves and that we do have the answers and that we don't have to turn to one person to tell us how to live our lives. I think it's interesting that sometimes we are here waiting for someone to tell us what to do and not to do and not feeling empowered enough to make the right choices ourselves. A lot of the stuff, you know, we can blame other people for not doing more, but we have the power to do more ourselves now or, and we probably did earlier than now, but of course we're human, so we're learning, but now we can, we can do what we can and we can make choices that we know affect other people in a different way. We can think about more than just the impact to, to ourselves, I guess. It has made me more aware. There is a different kind of like changing lanes here a little bit into type from centers, but we probably can quickly go over all the centers because sometimes people get very excited to hear the ones that we sometimes forget and miss, but we'll go back to them. It's interesting to me talking to people, even people without kids about how, I don't know if it's sacral versus non-sacral types or if it's different things within the chart, but I imagine in some ways that this is like a non-sacral dream (laughs) to like be more restful and not so fast and more intentional and things like that and not have the guilt. And I'm a sacral type and it's still like there was excitement in inside of me sometimes when I was like, well, I can't do that. So I don't have to do that. And no one's going to judge me for not doing that. And they're not doing it either. And they're not supposed to be doing that. (laughs) And it just took away some of my guilt for not being as fast paced as other people. And I imagine it's interesting with two different types in one house, because I imagine also some people don't feel the way I do, and they just want to get out. And they're like feeling very tied in. I don't know. I'm like, yeah. I wonder what you thought about it. Yeah, I I think the interesting thing is that there has been so much talk about people slowing down and whether or not that is possible for you to do. And, you know, we've talked a lot about how, you know, having kids around you makes that a difficult thing to do. But maybe we're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Maybe it needs to be more about us enjoying our kids in a way that we haven't done in the past. I think it's really interesting, as I was saying before, about how many people are talking about slowing down, which means that it's front of mind. They know that we've needed to do it. They know that we've kind of reached this critical mass of craziness of, you know, trying to earn enough money to have the car that, you know, the neighbours have got and trying to earn enough money to have the beautiful house and trying to earn enough money to have the this and the that and whatever it else it happens to be that, that we're told by, you know, advertising or peer pressure that we should have. I think it's really interesting that people are starting to take stock of that. And without what we're going through right now, that wouldn't have happened. We would still be on this upward trajectory of owning the things and having the things and aspiring to the things and thinking that we weren't enough if we didn't have the things. 
uh, I think that's, I have a sense that that's starting to dissolve a little bit. Yeah, something else that I see, I see benefits that have come out of this, of course. I feel for the people who've been through more tragedy from this than myself, but I do see like little tidbits of things that are already coming out on the other end. And like what Roz is talking about, not consuming as much, and that's like not consuming as much for me. Like in America, a lot of people consume a lot. I'm guessing Australia might be Mm -hmm. (laughs) the same way. But when this was happening in China, I guess the... I read somewhere that the factories shutting down for this like cleared the air quite a bit. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's obviously not going to be forever because we're going to just keep asking for stuff that they make for us around the world. But when I read that, I was like, oh, wow, like we could make a difference if we all made choices that were for the greater good of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The canals in Venice are crystal clear. You can see the bottom of the canals in Venice for the first time. I mean, certainly in in living memory, which is just so interesting, isn't it? Anyway, we should get back to talking about design here. (laughs) But hopefully, you know, uh, that conversation that Nani and I had was as a direct result of the things that both of us know about what human design talks about where we are headed so that well it was a relevant conversation to to human design but it might have might have seemed like we were going off track a little bit so nani let's do a very quick whiz through the rest of the centers just to have a chat about what people might be feeling if they have them open even if they have them defined and you know they're they're feeling that they're they're feeling it okay let's not say that just because you have a center defined you don't feel that particular energy amplified because there's a lot of amplified energy going on out there and we've all got open gates and channels as well so uh, we will be feeling a lot of stuff going on at the moment so should we start at the top and move down sure you you talked briefly about the head center did you want to say anything else about that I don't think so. I mean, the the trick for that or the tip is to just let thoughts and ideas and inspirations go through you and they'll come back to you according to your strategy. Yep. And those are the ones for you. That's it. And an open Ajna, from my perspective, you really, you're going to be getting a lot of thoughts, a lot of, you're going to be feeling everyone's thoughts on it. You know, this is probably where the, changing your mind on situation comes in when you have an open ajna you will change your mind you will hear people's thoughts and ideas on specific information that comes through and you might find yourself flip-flopping from one side to the other and that's kind of how you're designed and you're designed to actually take all of this information in and become very very wise about it very wise and that's what i like to think is going on with all of us but certainly when you have the open Ajna, just be okay with the fact that you are taking in lots of differing information and it's okay to kind of sit on the fence on some of these things if that's what you feel you need to do. Please be okay with it. It's not a problem. The open throat is the next one and I think we need to be really mindful of the fact that people with open throats need to talk. So. If you have an open throat, you have this need to talk, 
if you, any of your kids have an open throat, you'll find them needing to talk and needing attention at this time as well, really needing to be recognized. I think that's a super important thing for you to remember about yourself or anyone that you know who has an open throat. And we talked about the open G and the open will. I would say I don't have an open will and it still affects me, but the whole entire thing that we're going through has to do with the will center because that's about rest and restoration. And this is bringing that to all of us in different ways, but it is bringing it. Yeah. And it's about, you know, worthiness and it's about value. It's about materialism and whether or not as much materialism as we have in our current, I'm being quite specific about, you know, the Western or developed countries right now, but the degree of materialism we have in our lives, whether or not that's actually necessary. And please know that when you have that open will center, you're going to be feeling everyone else's sort of will to get things done. And you're going to be perhaps feeling like you should be trying to keep up. And that is not what this is about. And 70% of us have open will centers. So a lot of us are feeling that, oh, I've got to, I've got to do, I've got to get something done. I've got to create so that I, so that I'm still going to have the money to buy the things that I need to buy and all that sort of thing. That's just you feeling that energy amplified. And, you know, maybe the whole relax thing is not so much about relaxing in sort of sitting back in your easy chair or your hammock. It's more about relaxing the way that you feel about doing things, about getting things done and just allowing them to, them to happen as they happen in their own time and in the way that sustains you and keeps you healthy all of those things all of those things and for the open sacral center what i was just thinking about is how receiving support is going to be very important to you because i imagine especially if you're an open sacral who has kids and they're normally taken care of by the school system or or another way that this can be challenge for you and I don't even know what all the answers are with this situation because normally I'd say like you know hire help or (laughs) ask for help from your friends or different things like that but you can't even necessarily do that right now with things going on but being open to receiving support or maybe even just like if you have if you have other family members that are not that are sacral beings it's having a an understanding with each other that you're gonna it's gonna be different like being in the house together is gonna be you're gonna have different approaches to things you might not like just because you're home and now you can do the laundry and all these other things at one time while you're working for home doesn't mean that everyone can can do all of that Roz, maybe you have more to say on that, but that was just my take. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, more than ever, it's important for open sacral people to be following their strategy. So if you're a manifester, do it because it feels right. It feels right in your body with every fiber of your body. It feels right to be doing whatever it is that you're doing. If you're a projector, make sure that whatever it is that's taking your physical energy 
from you is being done on invitation. And I'm not talking here about looking after your kids. I'm talking here more about a job that you have. Make sure that you've been invited into it because if you have been invited into it, it's going to give you the energy that you need to sustain you while you're doing the job. It's a really, really important part of being able to use your energy properly in the way that you're designed to use your energy. If you're a reflector, well, Nani, maybe you can throw some light on the subject when it comes to reflectors and and coping with what's going on with their open cycles and following their strategy. Well, I think that, I mean, now that I think about it, like some of these quarantines are just about a moon cycle. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that this slowdown pace is actually really helpful to them. At least the reflector, I live with a reflector and if they said this COVID-19, it means that you like have to go out and socialize with everyone that you know and be in big crowds, that actually would not be good. So this more integrated, I don't know if isolation is the right word, but sometimes it feels like that. It actually seems more their speed, at least the one that I know. But it is hard having generator kids around. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, there's, it's an interesting balance that we're figuring out. But luckily, it's spring here, and we can be outside. And that just like kind of breaks stuff up for all of us. Yeah, and it's, it's autumn here, or fall here. And you know, it's a beautiful time of the year, in most places to be outside. So I guess we're lucky in that respect, aren't we? That it's not the depths of winter or that we're stuck in a heat wave at the moment in anywhere in the world. So we do have that option and we'll say it again, to get outside, get outside. If you can possibly get outside, it's the best place for you to be. So spleen next, Nani? Open spleen? I've got an open spleen, so... um, Yeah, you should talk about it. We, uh, open spleens kind of feel feel the pain that other people are feeling they actually can physically feel the pain that other people are feeling i'll give you a really personal example my daughter is currently experiencing some back pain and you know i had back pain when i was her age as well so i suspect that it might be running in the genes and my back is hurting my back is hurting there's no real reason why my back should be hurting but it's hurting. And so I'm feeling her pain. Now I need to get a little bit more in charge of myself and say, it's not my pain, it's hers and take some um, affirmative action when it comes to dealing with her pain as well. And you know, we're, we're off to see someone this afternoon to try and help her with it. And we are using essential oils to support her, all of that kind of thing. But when you have an open spleen, you feel other people's pain, you feel other people's suffering. So, because this is the center for survival. So you're talking about things that keep you alive. If you've got anyone near you who happens to have contracted COVID-19 or indeed any one of the many colds and viruses that are floating around at the moment, you're going to feel it. You are going to feel it. So just know that it's not 
necessarily yours. With your open spleen, do everything you can to support your immune system because what's happening for you is you are taking in all of this sort of low immune energy and you really do need to make sure that you're eating a healthy diet, make sure that you're you know, we're not medical advisors and we're not, we're not medical practitioners here, but, you know, taking the supplements that you feel that you need to, to take, using the essential oils to support your immunity. Just do whatever you can to keep yourself well. Eucalyptus is the oil that I always suggest for the Spleen Center. I also believe eucalyptus is the best oil to support what's going on. Um, I know there's like a lot more about lungs Chinese medicine and things like that that I don't know about, but there's a lot of other supportive remedies out there that are natural that you can get a hold of right now. But eucalyptus is one that I would tell everyone to use right now. That would probably be my my number one recommendation. Yeah. 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 It came up here. Okay. Then we go to the root. We go to the root. And Nani has an open root center, and so she can tell us all about that and what's going on for her. The pressure from the root center can, I think it has shown up in some of the anxiety feelings that I can feel around me. So some of it's feelings and some of it's just this pressure. And it's the, never, you know, being home with even more things on your plate and having a never ending to do list of things that come from the root center is very interesting. But at the same time, a lot of the, it's like prioritizing it right now is a little bit easier for me because it's like, what do I actually need to get done? And can the other things wait? Yes, they probably can. And sometimes I didn't think that they could wait a week ago, but now I know that they can because it's not, it's not life or death if, if I do them or not. So that's the number one key for an open route is to like figure out if you actually have to do whatever the thing is that day or not, or if you can move it off to another time, like kind of take the pressure off. And figure out whether it's actually you that's feeling it or whether you're just feeling the pressure from somebody in your family or in your area of isolation that has a defined root center because they can make you feel under pressure to do something and they're not even saying it or thinking it. It's just their defined root center putting pressure on yours and making you feel like you need to do something. So just be very mindful of that. Be very wary of that. It's a beautiful energy boost when you need it used properly. And when you don't need it, it will burn you out. So just be very mindful of what it is that you're doing if you have an open root center. And I would say to use grounding oils like vetiver or myrrh or balance grounding blend or another grounding blend because I can definitely feel, I feel like lifted in an unsettled way. <laughs> like I'm a balloon on the end of a balloon string right now with not knowing what's happening or how long this will take so I'm I'm sure a lot of people feel this way but I I think I'm slightly tuned in to myself that it's coming from this like grounded root energy that I I need help with Yeah, yeah yeah I think a lot of us need grounding at the moment yeah and and as Nani said balance from doTERRA 
all the all of the good essential oil brands, the quality essential oil brands will have a grounding blend. So get onto that. Vetiver is amazing. Cedarwood is amazing. Arbovite, frankincense. There's just a whole lot of beautiful grounding oils that will just pull you back into your body. And you know, that, that feeling of ungroundedness, I actually had it the other day. I, I don't very often feel like that. But the other day I, I was trying to, I was reaching up, trying to pull myself back, back down into my body. And I actually have um, recently done a video on my YouTube channel called 27 Breaths. If you just look up Rods Isbell Human Design, I think on, on YouTube, you'll find it. Or even just putting 27 Breaths, Rods Isbell, you'll find it. And it's just a very quick three-minute process where you breathe in on each of your human design energy centers. And what happens is you become very centered and back into your body. And that can be really helpful. So try that. Now, Nani, I know we've talked for a while, but this is important. So I think it's worthwhile us going a little bit longer than we normally would. We want to talk about what might be going on for some of you in your isolation. Because whilst we've spent a bit of time talking about the family situation and finding yourself surrounded by a lot of people, we know some of you are going to be isolated by yourself. Now, reflectors and projectors and generators are people who need people to get things done, right? They need to be around other people to get things done. And what you might find if you are one of those types is that you struggle to sort of bring things to fruition, to actually make things happen, even though you're following your strategy. So I would suggest that if there's any way that you can get into the aura of someone else, whether it be online, you know, whether it just be where you jump on Zoom together like Nani and I do or jump on Skype or whatever it happens to be and spend some time in each other's aura, even just doing some work while not even talking to one another, even on the phone. You know, that can work when you get on the phone to somebody and just say, look, I'm just going to have you there and we can chat, you know, yell out to one another every 10 minutes or something just to see how we're going. Just get yourself in someone else's energy to help you to make things happen. Nani? I was also, as you were just talking, this is in particular for someone that's maybe more by themselves. We talked a lot about open emotional solar plexus, but the Defined emotional solar plexus, something to consider during this time is like your emotional wave and not like if you're like on a low part of your wave right now, like not getting stuck down there. And maybe this is what Roz is talking about. Like you could connect with someone else and maybe they can help help you stay, keep your vibes up a little bit more. I mean, if you're already very identified with your emotional wave, maybe you're already aware of this, but if not, it's also something to consider right now. Absolutely, Nani, no question about it. And I think not wanting to go over old ground here, it's been talked about a lot lately, but connection is just so important. Manifestors and manifesting generators need this less because they can make things happen on their own and they very often want to be on their own and they very often enjoy isolation. Anyone with a two in their profile very often enjoys being by themselves. 
Six signs on the roof. Six signs <laughs> on the roof. Absolutely. Really, you know, the thought of being, you know, by themselves with the door shut with nobody else around them is, is kind of exciting. But for a lot of people, it is not exciting at all. So make sure that you maintain that connection piece. It's a really important thing. The other people that we need to consider are the people with splits in their charts. And we haven't talked a lot about this on the podcast, but um, if you've got split definition, either when you look at your chart and it says split definition or triple split or quadruple split, quadruple split is very, very rare. If you've got splits, and what that means is that you've got kind of islands of energy in your chart that aren't attached to one another, and you can feel quite disjointed. And often these people with splits feel really good when they are not even in the energy of another person specifically, but maybe when they go to the shopping centre or maybe when they walk in the street or when they go to the library or a cafe, they actually feel more complete. And that can be a problem for them. So once, you know, not enjoying that sort of getting out there and being able to feel complete. Once again, try and keep up your connections online. Keep in other people's energies in whatever way you can, if that feels good to you. And I think the most important thing to remember about all of this is just to feel into your body and feel what feels good to you. And know that we're all different and we all, every single one of us have different requirements. We all have a different blend of open and defined centers, open and defined channels, open and defined gates, different profiles. Every one of us is just different and we all have different needs. And just being able to tap into that and be aware of what it is that you need in that particular moment, I think can just bring relief and you know when all else fails pick up the wild orange (laughs) Mm -hmm. pick up the wild orange and take three really deep breaths of the wild orange and you know we say it's really hard not to smile when when you've been sniffing wild orange it's a good tip for your families too because there's yeah obviously a lot of different things going on so you might be feeling happy and someone else might not, but just diffuse wild orange yeah, in your house. Exactly. <laughs> It'll cleanse it as well. Exactly. Nani, we could talk about this for ages and ages. There are so many things that we could say, and I'm <laughs> sure we've missed a lot, and I apologize for that. You know, we had a whole lot of notes here on things that we could talk about, and we've got to about a third of them. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but honestly, um, if anybody is finding it difficult to cope if anybody is looking for strategies i'm going to be doing some things on my own facebook page i know nani's got an amazing instagram account that has loads and loads of information on what goes on in various parts of the different energies in human design so check out what's going on you know drop me a note let me know what you'd like me to talk about i'm more than happy to do that we just want to help each other We just really want to help each other to get through this. We want to keep each other vibing as high as possible because in the end, that's what this is all about. It's all about positive change. And, you know, we just need to remember that sometimes that actually 
what will come of this will be good. What will come of this will be good. We don't quite know how long it's going to take, but, you know, hang in there and we're here for you. Please get in touch with us. Let us know what you need from us and we will do our best to accommodate. Ditto from Nani here as well. Mm. I, yeah. yeah. I want to say, and I know we've said it before, we, Nani's got these amazing uh, zines that she and Emily have created, which can help you if you want to learn more about human design. Uh, she's also got an amazing Pinterest account. If you're on Pinterest and you've got some spare time, um, check out human design tools on Pinterest because she's got loads and loads of stuff there. Maybe you can start your own human design board. I've got a little bit, nothing like Nani's on Find Your Natural Groove. I've got lots of videos, blog posts. Nani's got blog posts as well that you can read to sort of get yourself up to speed on some of the human design basics. What else have we got, Nani? Network marketing by design training. If now is like a downtime for going and talking to people when or like in person maybe now is a good time we have generator and projector training and we're working on the other types so yeah and as nani said the projector training has literally just been made available we're doing a soft launch we haven't gone out and told the world about it because we've had a lot going on in our lives but for those projectors out there we want you to know that Network Marketing by Design for Projectors is available on our websites. It is available on teachable.com. If you search up Human Design Essentials, you will find it there as well. So it's your choice where you go. It's on my website under Human Design, and then you'll find a training tab. Click on that. It's on Nani's website, which is Human Design Tools. If you just go to the training tab. Okay, so it should be fairly easy for you to find generators is now available projectors is now available and the other three types are coming okay they're coming we promise so human design tools for nani and find your natural groove for me we just want you all to be safe and to be okay you know, okay with what's going on for you, what's going on for your family. And we want to be here for you. We want to be here to help you and support you. And yeah, we know that this is helping to make the world a better place. So there's a tiny, tiny little bit of excitement in both of us right now. And I think it's only going to grow. Yeah. Okay, Nani. Well, that's it. Yeah. We will talk to you all very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye, Nani. Bye.